This episode is sponsored by Zenro Clothing Co. Pick up your tees and our accessories at zenroclothingco.com and be sure to use offer code SOCRATES at checkout for 20% off select items. Also, if you're not into uh, spending the money, just check out the Zenro Radio playlist, zenroclothingco.com, music for your everyday. This episode also is sponsored by The Pornian Bakery. If you're located in the Pornian area of Scarborough, Toronto, be sure to check out The Pornian Bakery, say what's up to Arville, and uh, pick up a donut or two. Baked daily, crafted with love. This episode also sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the podcasting platform of choice. It's the one that me and Vish use and um, is great. You know, if you're uh, looking to start that DIY podcast yourself, definitely check out Podbean. Use uh, the link podbean.com slash Socratic Gamers and gain one month of unlimited podcasting for free. Test it out. Build that content. Uh, anyone can podcast. Right, Vish? Yep start a start a podcast and uh, get your ideas out there all right enjoy the episode okay um i was thinking about this yesterday well i was thinking about this this morning well it was like lead up to yesterday and then this morning and i want to see what you think i think ufc is plateaued in my mind. Okay, so so think about it this way. When it first started in like 1993 or something, it was just different styles. And you were trying to see who the best was, right? And you're like, okay, jujitsu is like obviously the number one style. Beat everyone, right? And then from there, everyone started learning jujitsu. But it wasn't really... It was still kind of like you knew this plus this, right? They weren't one thing. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Wait, can you just check the your volume? You're just like so loud in my headphones. Maybe it's just me. No, no, no. Isn't it? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, cool. All right. Um, all right. So when when UFC started, mm-hmm. you know, like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu proved that it was number one, and that was kind of the purpose of Jiu-Jitsu. Um, purpose of UFC one to prove the efficacy of Jiu-Jitsu, right? And then from there, everyone started learning like Jiu-Jitsu and adding it to what they already knew. So you'd have like karate people who also knew jiu-jitsu and it'd be like a boxer who also knew jiu-jitsu okay and and that gave rise to champions like 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 scarier ones like gsp remember him mm-hmm. and there's another one yeah. bj penn like oh, yeah. they, they had like jiu-jitsu and boxing right they were like mixing stuff up and then a new school arrived where it was kind of like just fighting like they kind of merged as one thing it wasn't like you learned multiple disciplines and then you were putting them together it was like you were just learning the two as one okay right and then and then it kind of made it look like everyone was starting to move the same and then people like stylebender who are very good specialists like he's a striker right so he brought a new style of striking to it which everyone's like oh my god this is crazy but then now like yesterday there was a title fight for Alexander Volkanovsky, and I saw the thing. And I was like, ah, I don't really care about this. And then even this morning, I saw that he lost, and I'm like, yeah, no surprise. Like, it it's like there were heroes during our time of like liking UFC, which is like Stylebender, Max Holloway, Brian Ortega. We went to the UFC fight, but then now it's kind of like they're. It's not that they're losing their prime, but it's like a new version of fighting. And everyone looks basically the same now. You all know how to strike. You all know jujitsu. So there's, it's like, 
It's mm-hmm. kind of like music now. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember in the early 90s, there was different sounding artists. You're like, oh, that's a cool sound. That's a cool sound. Like Eminem didn't sound like anyone else, right? Dr. Dre didn't sound like anyone else. Like Kendrick Lamar sure. also didn't sound like anyone else, right? Yeah, yeah. But then now you have like a bunch of people that are kind of patterning the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's getting kind of boring. Is that is that an accurate statement? Can you see that like amalgamation? Or am I just like one of those people who like, it was way better in the day. You know, if you were like, oh, GSP was number one. He was better fighting back then. Uh, it could be a part of that, too, I feel. Might be. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm always looking out for new people, but like... True. So there's, there's like, um, Khabib's other one, which is um, uh, Islam. Islam, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's, like, next in line. But you're never gonna beat Khabib's thirty and zero record or twenty nine and zero. So it's like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? It'd be kind of cool if somebody came, destroyed everyone, just left. That'd be like, oh, that's a cool storyline. But now we're just getting like the same. Even like I thought Stylebender was gonna leave because he's like, I'm here for a short time, no long time, like mm-hmm. a fun time. Yeah, yeah. And then now he's just like, he lost a few times now, and he's still fighting. You're like, bro, you have all the money. Like, why? Why are you still doing this? It'd be a cooler storyline if he's like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It, it feels like kind of like prolonged. That's why I'm like, it's like plateaued. It's like we've hit this point where we're just like, yeah, they're going to rise and they're going to lose and they're going to rise. And like, it, it's just going to play out the same cycle. And because everyone knows the same things, it's like you're not interested in like what style is unique anymore. It's like, yeah, just fighting is fighting now. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get that. I think because it's in the beginning, it was just. Uh, that's where a lot of the experimentation would happen. It's the same thing with video games too, right? We mentioned this thing with with a lot of things. Everything was just, it's new. It's experimental. We don't know what's going to work. And then once you figured out what's working, that's kind of the the cookie cutter kind of thing. Yeah. That's, that's what we got to do. Yeah. But then, yeah, that's, it'll be so interesting that you said that. Yeah. It'll become stabilized till like, I think it ends up becoming more like it's, up to the individual to generate hype and stuff so that's the only like it's like the one-off video games that are like yeah right exactly and then it's just a marketing game now Mm -hmm. so for me it was i mean that's also why i like stop aside from like the striking the anime component is really cool but his striking is very unique but then when i saw like his fight against sean strickland i was like this guy figured it out bro Mm -hmm. like your fights didn't work you know and and you're right I didn't even think about that. It's like it's like fighting, music, video games. They're all hitting this point of like uh, a lack of creativity. Yeah, because uh, th- I mean, yeah, that's it's more about uh, it was very new, right? You don't know what right. actually works or what makes money or what's going to make it, what makes a good video game. So right, 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 right. right. That's why uh, all right, it's I- all experimental in that sense, right? Totally, totally. I'm going to counter this with, um, because I just finished this book by, you know, Rick Rubin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, So I read his book, The Creative Act, and basically what he was saying is, so there's like commercialization. It's always commercialization. He's like commercialization, where you're trying to make something for the general public, but you're not really stoked on it. You're just like, this is going to work. I'm going to make money off this. Or intrinsic motivation, which is like, I don't care if nobody likes it. I like it because it's just mm-hmm. a freedom of artistic expression. Right. And then I was watching like Kendrick Lamar's interviews and he was saying with Rick Rubin and he was saying, 
like he doesn't make albums anymore based off of the audience so he's not like trying like when he was younger he was a kid he was like okay this this beat is gonna go hard i'm gonna be famous if i just like rap like everyone else but then that's why all of his his albums are like standalones they're very like thematic there's a whole idea they come out like every like five years or something you know what i mean because mm-hmm. he's like it has to be good with me mm-hmm. yeah. and i feel like we're losing that it has to be good with me feeling in favor of commercialization like think about fast and furious yeah movies mm-hmm. i think we said did we just say it? no it's like movie, movies music yeah. art fighting it feels like everything is creatively plateaued right now and it's because of the money i think uh because you're like yes it's gonna work everything goes in that direction generally yeah so maybe it was like a heyday uh, yeah i think what generally happens it goes in that direction where it becomes commercialized to the point where it becomes uh, when the commercialization is is there too many of them it becomes boring for people Mm. yes yes, that's what happened that's what happened to the marvel movies Yes, yes, they were they were so unique, so good. Meeting. So yeah, like, yeah. Oh, now it's like us doing it. All these superhero movies just became boring. Nothing new. Yes, yes, but there's nobody willing to. I mean, I'm sure there are people willing to take a risk, but at the same time, it's like it's not innovative. I don't know how else to explain that. All right, so for example, it's, I finished. A, it's hard yeah. to get your name out there when you're not being. When you're being innovative, it's hard to, um, like, sell the product in a way because it's too different. Right, yeah, yeah, Or yeah, the yeah. reach, like, the reach trust. is difficult. Like, hey, yeah, man. yeah. Yeah, you're like, hey, man, it's going to work. Trust me. You'll get your return. But they're like, I don't know. I've never tested this before. So it's interesting. There's more because, risk to um, it. Yeah, Yeah. right, right, because they have to invest their money in mm-hmm. whatever the production companies. So I, I finished uh, Vince Staples' show. And have you seen Atlanta? I've only watched like the first episode. I haven't really seen. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so there's a very there's a unique style of Atlanta. Oh, you saw um, White Lotus. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's kind of like that. It's the closest thing mm-hmm. I would rec- I would say to the art style, like the the way okay. it's filmed. Okay, is kind of like White Lotus, very like artsy and like millennial with like the big open spaces and then like. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the, the, yeah. the director of photography has a very specific style, mm-hmm. you know? So Atlanta was kind of like that. I, I finished the Vince Stable show and um, I was like, it's basically Atlanta. Right. It, it's good, but it's like, it, nothing was like new and fresh. It was just more like Atlanta continued. Right. You know? so, that's then, what I'm saying. It's like, See that right. at- Atlanta worked. Atlanta was something different. It worked. This is my point. Yeah, yeah, right. right. And, and then, did you see a Mr. and Mrs. Smith yet? No, I haven't watched that one yet. Okay, so it's kind of the same. And I'm like, oh, the art style's shifting again to like, hey, it worked. So we're mm-hmm. just gonna like copy that kind of tone. Um, and and I think it's like a it's like a black creator community kind of tone because because Donald Glover set that tone with Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then Vince Staples show. It's it's like a black humor show, right? And it's filmed that way, and the humor is kind of like that. And then you get like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is more about diversity because she's Chinese and he's black. And it's like it's also feeling like that too. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, like if we're all just gonna copy one another, where's the innovation? Like the '90s were such a 
creative time because you're just like, well, who's gonna who's gonna make something that pops from like other people, you know? No, I I think it still happens. It's just no, no, for sure, it, it's happening. Yeah, but in different zones. So like electronic music, you're hearing that kind of like, oh, this person's different than this person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it. De- yeah. Yeah. I think it depends where. Like it, art is still like in, for movies or shows. Or it's still. There's far and few between, but that's always been like that, right? Yeah. That where new styles, you know, like like the Spider-Man movies, like the animated ones. That was all new. Exactly. That's a great example. Because like, but then you're going to see other people copying it because you're like, oh, this. Well, they started to. I think. Yeah, they started to. Yeah. Oh, really? Already? Damn. All right. Yeah. But see, innovative, innovative, Mm -hmm. and new. You're like, this is. I think it's like, uh, but it's always a, it's always like that though, yeah. right? It, there's a there's a liking for it. People are gonna go and watch it. It's like, oh, there's something. Oh, I remember that Spider Man style was good. Like, there's a different movie that has the same thing. I want to see that one. Yeah. It's gonna go like that to the point where it's like, it, if there's too many of it, and it's just like, okay, now people get bored and they want something different. Yeah, for sure. And that's generally sure, how it sure. happens. And and it's also creatively stagnant for like artists because then you're like i'm not fueled by by like um that that's like someone's yeah like like for video yeah for video games it would be the independent games yeah true for sure for sure and i think like as a as a creator like speaking for myself like when i'm making stuff and i i notice this too because rappers would say this when like the game you're like, oh, what are you listening to? And he's like, I'm listening to like old, super old school oldies that my mom would listen to. And I'm like, I get what you're like. I didn't get it at the time. I was like, why are you? Why are you listening like that? But as I'm looking at myself, because like you know, in the in the professional world, there's like professional development, mm-hmm. right? They're like, oh, we need like here's a professional development opportunity for you, whatever, whatever, right? So as a creator, like you get like for a professional development opportunities like well what do you want to do and i'm like i find myself looking at other people's work like i'm watching like Mm -hmm. people who make beats and i'm like that has nothing to do with what i'm gonna do but that level of creativity and drive is is like stimulating my creativity you know what i'm saying Yeah, yeah and i feel like i feel like but with the stagnation it's like where do you look and maybe that's why like the game is looking elsewhere other than his own mm-hmm. you know he's like he's not listening to rap music to make a rap album he's listening to like old school yep. blues to make a rap album he's right. like i i need some different inspiration mm-hmm. you know yeah because it's all it's all just boring i don't know i just i'm feeling that now mm-hmm. like creatively boring we're hitting the stage of like creative boredom sure yeah, 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 yeah. i understand that but you feel it too right like it's not just me I mean, I've always looked for something different. I think that's like the general thing for yeah, true, yeah, for yeah, me, yeah, yeah, right. But as a whole, I mean, like it's it doesn't. But, I, but I think that's that's how it was. It was just oh, it's always been hard to find something unique, something different, because it's such a risk for, for sure, to for sure. Do, but right, but I think the hurdle is way more now because I follow these like '90s pages, right? Like Kid of the '90s pages, mm-hmm. and like there's so many things that you're like. Oh yeah, that's like super innovative that you you didn't see, you don't see now. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was so much coming at us because I guess the internet gateway had opened. Yeah. You know the, the, 
but that's the yeah the only thing that would be new i think we'll probably get to it later but it's it's new technology that's what makes things different uh, yeah the, v, the vr games yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean that's because the sure. vr world is is still new it what works they haven't figured that out fully how to make yeah. it perfect right that hasn't okay, well, happened yet just, <laughs> yeah let, let's just jump into that because that's a good segue about um of your games you messaged me about uh <laughs> you were playing <laughs> and then when you took the headset off you're like looking at your own hands you're like oh am i in the virtual reality world? no no when, when i was actually when yeah. i was texting you that i was like i was like i was just doing it like this as if it was and then i was like feeling like wait this is I'm, I'm like trying to touch a keyboard like the keyboard on the iphone touch a letter yeah it's like this feels like me trying to like in i think no man's sky trying to click that button or something it's like oh wow <laughs> see that's that's the trip too because you're like where is this going to lead psychologically because you're right i mean wait hold on i i looked at it already like that like it's like a heads-up display when i'm looking through my eyes i'm pretending it's like a heads-up yeah, display. yeah yeah, yeah. Just, you know sure sure um but like this is like trippy for people yeah that's what i'm saying if you're not i think this is like but again it's probably just because it's new it, it takes time to really like uh get used to it i guess because you're realizing what this means right it it's a simulation world like that's what it's connecting yeah, yeah. so like, you know be trippy you hmm. said this last i don't know if you said this on the podcast or after the podcast but you were like climbing some stuff in the vr world and you look down you'd be like oh this is actually kind of freaky yeah you the know? heights and stuff you'd actually yeah, feel, yeah, yeah. yeah you feel the sensation yeah so it's like imagine if you it, like it'd be interesting if you played like a vr game where you visited the hospital and they gave you an injection would you feel the same like ooh? i think you know you or, could like, yeah it could yeah yeah your mind could right? your mind does play tricks like you're you know you're not um like looking off a cliff but you still feel yeah. like you're looking off a cliff right so right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see that's what could be really really trippy mm-hmm. like where does that psychologically go for people you know like, that's what that's even, why even, it's a new world vr yeah. is really a new world where all these experimentations are happening like the, i was showing i think i did some clips i haven't sent it to you but it's like there's weird games out there that uh they're just trying to see what works it's all experimental oh, really right? eh? <laughs> yeah oh that's interesting yeah see that that's the new frontier too like this this moment will be we'll look back on it in 10 years or like the kids from now will look back on 10 years and be like that was a moment in time where vr was so new and like they're going to experience mm-hmm. what we we experience which is yeah. like true innovation yeah because like all the demos i've tried were all they're different they're not like the same kind of games mm, yeah, yeah right even the shooters or like i think i did like a star wars demo uh oh th- wait that's actually interesting that you say that that they're all different because remember i, I saw this post too like the games with the most uh the consoles with the most games ps1 had seven thousand video games and the late the next one that came after was like ps3 i think it was like four thousand mm-hmm. so i think they're doing what you're doing what you're saying right now is just like like back in the day, they're just right, testing, right. like, what's going to work? What's going to work? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, now now you're seeing it's, like, probably there's going to be thousands of VR games because, like, people are like, let's see what works, let's see what works. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think it all depends on investment. It didn't work in, I don't know how many games they had in the, was it PS4 with that VR? The old, the because this is now PSVR oh, yeah, yeah. 2, right? The version 2, so um, 
but I think because of I think it's really because of meta. And meta's pushing this game thing that I feel like that's they're making games for both systems. They can just do that now, I guess. Oh really? Oh that's cool. Oh, I didn't know that. I saw this thing, like I didn't see the I didn't watch the post, but like um Mark Zuckerberg had tested out um the Apple vision mm-hmm. and he was just talking about it. Yeah, it's funny because it's like back in the day you had uh, PlayStation was the biggest innovator. Nintendo and PlayStation, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Sega too, actually. Nintendo, Sega, and PlayStation. And then you had... I think Sega was the main one, right? They they are the ones who did the discs first, right? Was it? Um, No, cartridges. Because I had a Oh, they had the first one. Yeah, Yeah. they had cartridges, but... Oh, you're thinking of Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreamcast was the first CD, or one of the first CDs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's those, yeah. So Dreamcast, Sega, um, PlayStation, Nintendo, and then move forward, you have like PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Yeah, right. And then now we're hitting a new realm, which is going to be like PlayStation, Apple, Meta. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like unless we see what Nintendo comes out with, but but we are hitting. Yeah, an innovation phase again with with VR. And it's exciting. Mm-hmm. I I don't think that I don't think it's a necessarily a bad thing. Like because everyone's like, you know, what are the psychological ramifications of like this? But it's like sir But but we've said that for all technologies that come. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's what I was gonna like, say, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when they're like, Oh, fighting video games will make you more violent. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or shooting, yeah, all yeah. the Call of Duty stuff, which is okay. not not true, but yeah. <laughs> Actually all right, so so that's funny that you say that because um Tara brought that up and it was like a that old study where we're like, Oh, it's not true. They there's a newer study where it is true now. Like they, they mm-hmm. redid that study and like updated it so allegedly it is it does make you more prone to violence if you play violent video games but i mean like there's still laws like yeah yeah, i I think it depends on how i guess how the study is done i don't know what they were looking at like sure but like um they're i understand by prone to violence but i don't know if people are going out and necessarily using guns in that sense yeah 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 yeah, yeah. in other ways like okay so i started taking like martial arts classes because i was inspired and like okay that's technically yeah Yeah, i know what you mean but like yeah um that's why like laws exist like there's no you know run around shooting people up you know that was a crazy one too like i won't even get into that but running around shooting people up that was that was a moment too when that was going on Mm -hmm. when we were younger yeah it's just like i I don't even know is it like is it heyday uh like looking back at the 90s or is it actual was it actually a good time you know probably both i think in that sense Uh, yeah you think our parents were like Back in the '60s, during the Love Revolution. No, it depends on where they're from, but I don't think um, it, technology was what changed everything. There was an internet. Okay, okay, yeah. Th- that that, no, but, but that came in our time. Yeah, that's yeah, the. That was like the the real heyday. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. when, like, the Wild West. You're like, well, I don't know what's going on. You can find anything on the internet. You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, um, so you're like deep into the VR 
space now with um yeah um I, yeah i haven't, like I haven't bought uh i was then that's why i took a break i was like okay let me take a break to get my oh kind of weird <laughs> yeah but i'm, I'm back like, on it but i haven't been like on it for i haven't really haven't used it for like long hours it was just like an interesting feeling when i was yeah. like just looking at my hands typing i was like this feels like this is no man's sky because you're using hands in yeah. a way you're pointing at things or clicking things it's like it's the same feeling yeah so like it'll be interesting with apple vision pro because that's like your your is screen. your own hand yeah yeah yeah. You know, yeah you know what I mean? but it's your own hands right too so i think it may be different yeah yeah right exactly so like that sense of um uh disassociation from like who you are right that's where like, this is my hand is not my hand mm -hmm. like that that'll be interesting to see come up in the future because of these augmented realities like apple vision pro right yeah because i mean like the the playstation one you're still holding like joysticks and stuff right yeah you have a controller yeah yeah so so there's like still one step removed from mm -hmm. um from like but most of the yeah, i think it's only apple that has just using your own hands so Oh really? Oh, okay, that's that's unique. Not even the Oculus, like the Meta. No, they all have controllers. Mm. That's pretty innovative, then. Yeah. Um, anything else about the VR? Um, I still have trying to find a game like to buy. I haven't really bought anything. Right, I mean, like, I've only been using the ones. Though. Yeah, that's, that's but I I bought that like back in PS4 times, so I still have. Dude, that wasn't technically <laughs> it wasn't built for um, VR. But they made it for VR like, now. Like you can. Now, but, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, uh, it wasn't a <laughs> right. If you had built the game from the jump as a VR game, you're like, well, what, what could that have been? Right, because yeah, there yeah. must be limitations, right? They're like, I, I didn't know I could do this. Now that I, I guess, VR. yeah, you're, you're. I understand that, but I don't. I think you can still. They had to rethink the game just for VR, right? Mm -hmm. So you have a VR yeah, yeah. version that they worked around with the game that they've already created. So, I, I remember um, when No Man's Sky came out. So people who don't know, basically it uses like a algorithm so that every time you visit a planet, it'll never be the same planet twice. Yeah, procedurally so can, generated, as they say. Yeah, so yeah. you can like infinitely, you can infinitely. Travel the universe, basically. Uh, yeah, you can go planet to planet forever and then never never get bored and that's like the big sell of the game um so yeah that's what we're talking about when we talk about no man's sky mm -hmm. but i didn't think it would be so interesting until vr hit like it was it was yeah. cool when it first came out people were excited about it like oh i spent so many hours on this but now that you have a vr world that gets auto generated as you traverse to it it's like and and it's like first person view that feels more uh akin to our reality you know what i'm saying because mm -hmm. you're like i we I, I bring this up because there's this new theory you know the skinner cat theory no what's that okay so like if you put a cat behind a, a box okay yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you don't know if the cat's there or not yeah so right is the cat mm -hmm. is the cat really there yes or no and like a lot of philosophers and like scientists have been talking about this. Like some people are like the cat's not actually there till you verify it. Other people are like the cat's really there because you put it there. But then how do you know the cat's there because you didn't verify? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So now what? Now what they're saying 
I don't know how true this is. I heard one scientist talk about it. Is um, it it appears when you look at it. So like you, the cat becomes real when you see the cat when you look at the thing, which is um, true. Basically, rendering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he likened it to rendering. He's mm-hmm. like, if it's true that the cat only appears if we see the cat. I guess it's like that Zen thing where like, what is the sound of a tree? It does a tree. Yeah, I was, was going to say that one. I was going to say that right. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very similar, right? Yeah. Um, does it make a sound if it falls and nobody's there to hear it? Because you require somebody to hear it. I would say it does make a sound independent of people hearing it. Mm-hmm. But now, like, but that's only if there's air there, right? If there's a, in a vacuum, it's not going to make a sound. Oh, yeah, all right, all right, fair. Totally, totally. I'm just, I, don't know. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying. Or, uh, <laughs> uh, but you're, you're right, you're right. And, um, if it is true that it's again, I don't know how true that is because that sounds pretty ridiculous to me. That like the cat only appears if you see the cat. Uh, but a scientist was trying to like I, rationalize it through, and I was like, sure. But then when he linked it to rendering, I was like, do we live in a rendered world? Is this actually a VR simulation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was saying too. He's like, if that's true, it's kind of like a VR simulation. Which is like no man's sky. Right. It's, you're not actually there's the world's not created until you enter that threshold and then it auto generates the world mm-hmm. using the algorithm. Right. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, it's uh, not there, but sure, yeah. Right, kinda of weird. It's kinda of weird. But if it is true, <laughs> if it is true that we're auto generating our world, then it's like we do live in a simulation technically. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which which is interesting enough because a lot of the questions um, with the UAP, and I, I listened to this new Jeremy Corbell thing, mm. and the way he framed it was really interesting to me. So we see all these UAP around all the time, right? They'll go into like the water, and then they'll come out of the water, and then they'll like leave, right? And people are like, why aren't they going to the water, whatever, whatever. Is it reconnaissance? And he was saying that if you look at it, um the actions it's almost like it has a job it's conducting a job Mm -hmm. like it's going to the water doing something coming out right and then the question becomes like what is it what's the job of the uap right right imagine if we like go down this rabbit hole and then we find out that we created artificial intelligence a long time ago and then it's just it's just like continued further and it's just doing this job of rendering this world for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like we talked about the scientists being like, oh, it only renders if it's like this. We see UAPs, we don't know what they're doing. It's like that. Yeah, right, right. And people always talk about like, um, this world is a simulation. It's like, what if it is a simulation? And these UAPs are literally just like moving forward. Moving things along. Right. right. Yeah, you never know. Uh, trippy, trippy thought. What would you think? Sure, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like it's interesting. Sure, what, yeah. Right. What I feel is, um, as I like keep, I'm just waiting for them to explain what's going on. But it's weird how all of these things are starting to show that they're all linked together. Like religions linked to this, and like mm. uh, spiritualities linked to this. Um, like ai's linked to this now simulation theories linked to this now and it's like what could this thing be right that's like connecting everything yeah anyways um 
did you see the Candace Candace Owens one uh, of her interpretation of the Putin interview? Or yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah well, I watched okay, it. Okay, you did. Uh, have you have you looked more into what other people are saying? Because it's been a week now about like fact checking, and uh, the only ones that I've seen are Candace Owens and Russell Brand. Mm-hmm. And they were saying the same thing that I was bringing up, which is like, uh, we have to fact check this, and why wouldn't you want to listen to them? Yeah, of course. But yeah. What's your what's your interpretation of now? That's a week after Putin's interview, or a week, well, more than a week, I guess. Um, I, I don't know. There hasn't been really much of a talk about it in in the other worlds that I've seen. So what, what I'm not what not I'm in the sense now. that they're not talking about it. It's that they've. Uh, it's more about like certain things that he talked about they bring up right so it depends on but i haven't seen it like pop up like anything uh like crazy or anything like that just like certain facts like just proving it or then moving on right right for sure um so so with the the russell brand one i'll get into this first because it was interesting he was like wouldn't you want to listen to a world leader's perspective like, of course, he has an agenda. Sure, whatever. Everyone's got an agenda. But, like, if this person is allegedly going to want to blow up the world, wouldn't you want to hear it from his own mouth? And yeah. I was like, yeah, of course. He didn't say it, right? And what Russell Brand was saying, I didn't look into this further, although I'm seeing on my YouTube side channel, like, recommendations that um, people, like, the mainstream media is, like, trying to vilify Tucker Carlson, being like, um, this is treason for, like, talking to Putin. Or like he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just a puppet of Putin. And you're like, guys, are we? Are, do we not listen to the interview though? You know what I'm saying? It's like they're kind of spinning it towards, um, towards like a non-issue because the real issue is worse to look at. You know what I'm saying? I know. I don't. I don't know. I'm, because it depends on what you mean. It's like when he's saying like, just listen to these others leaders. Other uh, organizations have tried to interview him. And I think even Putin's organization said that, like, I think Tucker said, like, why is nobody, uh, uh, like, interviewing him? And even Putin's organization, no, they have asked. And, like, no, 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 but, but for, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, like, why are, we, why are we vilifying Tucker Carlson? Let's just look at what Putin was saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's like, why are you looking at the messenger? Look at the messenger. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, mean, I feel like there's none of that except for uh, Candace Owens and uh, Russell Brand. But the problem is, now that I'm like delving deep into it, I'm listening to them. Like I agree with what you're saying. You almost seem like a fringe, anti-establishment person if you don't go with the main narrative of him being evil. Right, but I, I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the ones you, the two people you listed, were already on the the right wing side, right, of stories. Okay, okay. This is the crazy. Here's the crazy part. When you're like, oh, they're the right wing side, they're not. They sure maybe Candace, but it's why is it that logic is considered automatically right wing? Joe Rogan brought this up too. He's like, and then Tara's like asked me about my political leanings, but like I'm more of a centrist. Like I'm just gonna listen to what makes sense, right? But but because it's against the generally established narrative, we consider fringe right wing. Like you even said it, it's like oh those are right wing people. I'm like. I wouldn't say so. Like, like Russell Brand's all about. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say Russell Brand, but I would say uh, Candace Owens. 
She's always been. She's, all, she's also a right. So, so I was like, okay, is she just a right wing person? But if you listen to it, her other things, it's not like it's painted as right wing, but it's it's like you 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 use right wing to attack mm-hmm. anyone that has like a logical argument because right wing is associated with Trump. And you're like, oh, you're a Trump supporter. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm just listening to what he's saying. Okay, but before before we go into the Candace Owens thing, I want to bring up a small example of why I thought it was so funny. You called you're like, oh, those are right wing people you listen to, because that's like the generally yeah, established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was saying, I was saying, um, uh, all right, I won't say who I was talking to about this, but I was like, oh yeah, did you hear the Putin interview? And this person was like, um, no, and I started to explain it, and then I was like, yeah, he makes a lot of points, and they were like, wait, wait, wait. you didn't publicly say. <laughs> that did you and i was no right no totally and i was actually this came for a few people not just not just one person and like you didn't publicly say that did you and i was like yeah i was on the podcast i didn't say i agree with him i was just like he's making logical arguments mm-hmm. well you didn't say that he's making logical arguments did you and i was like wait what what's so wrong with that it's like because you can be like um not not banned or i guess canceled and banned yeah actually yeah and that was their fear and i was like that's so weird i can't even listen to the person and be like yeah it's pretty logical mm-hmm. without the fear of rep being reprimanded right and that is that's why when you said like oh there's right-wing people i'm like oh yeah they just they just attack you with some sort of label mm-hmm. or just looking at it logically yeah right right so to bring in Candace Owens thing, which I thought was fascinating, she likened it to 1984. And I was like, that's that's a great comparison because in 1984, it's like, don't look into history. What was the first thing Putin did? He explained the history of what was going on. It's like, oh, but if you read the history, that's, no, that's bad. It's like, there, there are negative things associated with Ukraine, right? Before, yeah, yeah. Bef- right? Nobody was like, like before everyone's like, oh, stand with Ukraine. It was never like a good place, even in Tenet. That's where the shady stuff went down. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but now we're painting this picture of them being good because they're fighting against somebody that we've also painted to be bad. Yeah, right. Sure. And then the the other thing about 1984 is, uh, it's like you can't question, right? So, it in. in uh, Mm-hmm. there's like a bunch of slogans like one plus one equals five or something like that and if you don't say it's five then it's like the thought police will get you yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. it is five right but you're like but you're like bro it's it's not five mm-hmm. and like if you even question it not being five you're evil mm-hmm. so it's it's really fascinating to me that just because i listen to it and just because i'm like he has a good point he has a few good points you're automatically the bad guy. Yeah, I disagree with that. Yeah. Wait, which which? Uh, automatic bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and the cancellation and like all that stuff, but but it's the knee jerk reaction because that is what propaganda is. That's 1984. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what Putin was saying. Like, you're ruled by propaganda. Of course, Russia is ruled by propaganda. But understand that the West is also run by propaganda. Right? Uh, it's, there's not like, I don't think it's one, I wouldn't say it's necessarily one narrative, right? Just because you have the two clashes of parties. 
for sure. No, okay, totally. But who's winning right now? Who owns the tech companies? The liberals, right? It's more uh, like a liberal. No, it is a liberal thing. You're no, like, but it's why, not. Why I, don't, I don't. I don't want to say it's not necessarily a liberal thing. No, but that. But that is. That's why. It's, that's actually literally why Elon Musk bought bought X. Yes, yeah. he's like. No, I, I understand that, but it's not a. I don't think yeah. it's necessarily a liberal thing. No, no, it's 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 a liberal agenda. It's like these these places are in support of this one thing, so we're gonna build our our platforms, our tech around that mm-hmm. because that's the mindset of the culture of the area that they're building it, right? Like like why do you introduce pronouns onto your social media platform? Because the liberals want it. Yeah, right? I think I think it's that. No, I get that, but I think it's the Not majority. That same pronoun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Majority oh, of the majority of want, yeah, majority of their users are liberal. Yeah, right? Okay. Okay, but you still don't have to build it because of that. Well, you kind of do if you're. That's your audience, right? No, not really. You you pick and choose whatever you want. No, I know, but then that affects your business if you're not going through with what the your customer no, base I, is I, saying, right? No, I I don't think like if they didn't if they didn't add pronouns, nobody's going to be like upset about that. Like no, I uh, no, there was people have a lot of issues for just some simple things, right? Like even like the emojis that Apple had to change or add in. Oh yeah, true. So that's yeah, but, that's, but, that's okay. what I'm saying. It's like, no, no, it, but, but I think that's that's the people working at Apple being like, hey, this is where we're moving. This is what we got to do. Because yeah, this, that's like, the same thing I would say with the with the other social media companies, but, right? Wait, 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 but this is even in businesses too. It's like you're not. It's not about the customer. It's just that's what's taking catching fire right now. It's like all these DEI initiatives. You're mm-hmm. only doing them because it's popular. You know, and then the people that are really in support of these things are calling out co- organizations that, like, are doing it as a veneer, as a fr- really yeah, want. as a front, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah right, yeah, yeah, sure. So that's what I mean. It's like it's like they're only doing it because they're like their employees are saying like, okay, oh, we should have this, and you're like, okay, fine, you could do it, but like the top management doesn't really care. It's just appeasing its employees. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah employees or customer base or yeah, of course, yeah. But but. An employee and a customer base is like, like, okay, if I look at the customer, I'm like, I don't think they need to have, well, she's pronounced as an example. If, if I was like on that team, like they don't need to, they don't technically need to have pronouns on the platform Mm -hmm. that doesn't make or break the platform. It's just sharing images on like Instagram, let's say. Yeah. Right. But then the employees are like, hey, pronouns matter. Okay, let's put it in there. So it's like, it's not, it's it's the liberal mindset that's working at these organizations that makes the platform more liberal, which mm-hmm. is the argument that like, that Elon was saying, you know, that's why he bought it. Cause he's like, it's just too much in this direction. I got to bring it back in the other way. Okay. You see that point? No, no, I understand. Yeah. I like, understand how yeah, people yeah. can see it like that, sure. Yeah, so... I forgot. I totally forgot the point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why, why is this considered right-wing? Um, so, so, like, being careful of what you say because the majority is thinking in one direction and then you can be vilified simply because you're thinking of an alternate perspective 
that is literally brainwashed propaganda. That's like one one. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't if you don't agree with the established narrative, then you're our enemy. Yeah, yeah sure. Re- whether it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? I saw this on um, CP24. They were talking about how lock- locking down schools didn't help COVID. Mm-hmm. But the scientists were saying that at the time. Like, hey, this is not actually going to do anything. But the established narrative was we need to do this. So we did it anyways. And it's like, we're not running. We've said this multiple times, but I think Putin really hit it on the head is we're not running a society based on logic. We're basing on emotion. And that's why we're a herd. That's Mm -hmm. why marketing is super important because like we just need to create an emotional response and make people move in this direction. Even if the scientists are like, hey, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I think they've said right. that. They've said that multiple times with um, a lot of scientists too. With if it was a scientist as in a leadership or a political position, that'd be amazing because they right. just look at yeah. the logic, bro. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I've heard that a long time, like for a lo- many, many times, right? But we just, yeah, there's no scientists running for office because there's a lot of things you got to deal with. <laughs> That's the problem. I'll, I'll, give, I'll, I'll give you a professional example. Uh, that I have, which is fascinating. So it's like, whenever, because I know subjectivity in my own marketing, unless it's art, right? Like unless I'm doing some sort of design, I'm like, okay, well, I feel like it's better like this mm-hmm. because that's it could be subjective. But when when I'm thinking strategically from a marketing perspective, like what is our next step? I'm looking at numbers, okay? Mm-hmm. Because numbers for me, it's like you can't argue that. Yeah, I could say everything I want. Like, hey, you should probably do this, 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 right? And then if it's just my opinion and not backed by numbers, now we're just playing an ego battle. Like, oh, you think you know better? You're just in this position, blah, 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 right? So I notice that even people who are just like working, regular working people, they have this idea in their head. And I was like, I actually recommend this better. Mm -hmm. This strategy over your strategy because X, Y, Z numbers, right? I'm like, just the numbers are telling us this thing. And the person was like, like, no, we're going to go with mine. And I'm like, you're basing that off of subjectivity, yeah. not like no right. facts, right? But that's how we live our societal lives, mm-hmm. right? Like nobody's looking at the facts. They're just looking at like, what did other people say? Cool, I'm going to go that, right. that direction. Mm-hmm. And then you're right wing if you look at facts, you know? But I'm like... Why can't you just be like in the middle? Exactly. Like, why do I have to be? Yeah, right exactly. Wing? Yeah, of course. No, no, but, but, like, or well, left wing. Yeah, yeah. Right wing. Yeah. Or left wing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, I support gay marriage, me personally. Hmm. But I also think that, I don't know, taxes should be a different way. Or like, okay, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a liberal thought. Or like, who are you? It's like, you but, don't yeah, have to yeah, yeah. the line. Uh, most, yeah. Most, most, pub, uh, most people are not. I, one way or another they, like each topic would be different each uh, idea is totally. a different for um, sure but we only vote based on one side like we yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like voting would be interesting if you could vote on issues not vote on parties because mm-hmm. imagine that we're like collectively everybody likes this but we don't like this right but then it's like you vote a party into power and the party gets to blanket whatever it wants so it's like hey this plus this you're like but i don't like that one but they're like it doesn't matter the party won so we're gonna do it this way yeah 
but that's logical. See, again, it's like, yeah. that's more of a logical approach, which we don't run our society off of. Yeah. I, just, I think the, because like, if you listen to scientists during the COVID times, if they were all saying the stuff that's coming out now, which is like, oh, the, the lockdown didn't work. Right. Mm-hmm. But a lot of scientists were saying it at the time, but we didn't listen to them because we were all panicked. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you, if you rule through like fear and emotion, you can get things to slide. You know, remember the ventilator thing in the beginning? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, oh, give me a ventilator. And then like my mom and sister who are nurses, they're both like, oh, you're going to die if you go on that. And I was like, what do you mean? Like everyone's pushing for ventilators. And like, yeah, but your body starts learning how to breathe with the ventilator. As soon as you take it off, it doesn't remember how to breathe on its own. So people usually die. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, what? And then they were attributing COVID to like deaths. But you're like, no, those are just ventilator deaths, not actual COVID deaths. You know? Mm-hmm. But we didn't want to look at the, the science at the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's how I feel. All right. Yeah, yeah sure. Do you, uh, do you like, I don't know. Do you think that's like sobering, logical? You think I'm wrong? I don't know. No, no, no. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, so we're we're in agreement. You're you're. I take your silence as our agreement. <laughs> All right. Cool. Cool. Um, anything else about that? Yeah, I think it's it shouldn't. We shouldn't like. Um, what's I don't know. Like, make individual persons or like view them like gods or something like that like you know political leaders they're just they're people they're going to be making uh no one's like 100 percent right or in that kind of thing like you shouldn't be viewing it like that yeah yeah true but we we have this automatic assumption that everyone is correct just because of how they are mm-hmm. like oh, i know i understand oh, that yeah this is the yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're correct in one thing, you must be correct in all things like like the the doctor bias right like you're doctors so you must know everything about everything you're like, oh, we have an engineering problem. Ask the doctor. You're like, bro, I'm just a doctor. Yeah, that's that's called you know? critical thinking. That's what we should have more of. Yeah. Right. But the th- this is the point. That's why I'm like, you made a good point, Putin. When he's like, oh, it's run by propaganda. It's like, yeah, we just need critical thinking. But it's also critical to be like, hey, maybe he's wrong. I'm mm-hmm. open to him being wrong. That's why I was like, hey, just we'll wait for the, the fact checkers on this one. Because he could be lying. Yeah, I don't yeah. know you are making some points so if this is a political debate i need our side to be like this is why he's wrong mm-hmm. but if you're not going to do that if you're just going to ignore it it's like you're just thinking is he right what are you doing here you know right yeah uh okay actually speaking of critical thinking um we talked about this before but i was like sharing it the uh the climate change contribution oh, yeah, yeah, if yeah. everyone stopped in canada well yeah in canada but, but that's a new <laughs> number though that's a new number like i yeah, remember yeah. it was like 2016 when i looked at it or 2017 and it was like different numbers i think it was like three percent maybe but um this, these are 2020 numbers or 2021 and if everyone in canada stopped uh emissions it would contribute 1.5 percent to global emissions and it's like if you're looking at numbers like that what are we doing bro like mm-hmm. stop telling me to bike to work yeah. <laughs> it's not just that I, I i agree with that i agree with that but i think one thing we should understand is all the things that we're getting the products the iphones or whatever they're being made in china they have to be made in china because of the lacks of rules of emissions and stuff like that so that's that's so <laughs> funny like i literally we didn't talk about this prior but i literally 
wrote that in the post. I was like, the catch 22 is we're, we're vilifying this whole carbon emission thing, but that's what keeps prices down, bro. You go to China to make cheaper products. Why? Because you're like, I don't have to pay labor laws. I don't have to pay like all this stuff. Sure. They yeah, just yeah. Do it with their factories. Yeah. You know, I don't even need to pay for PPE. I mean, like, like the, it, yeah, even, even, even with that now it's uh, there, it is getting a bit more expensive in China to this point that they're looking at other countries where they could get more, <laughs> less lost. <And> then, <laughs> but, but it's so fu funny because like imagine if like 20 years from now we do the same carbon emission study, assuming we're still around, and you see that um, the majority is coming from this new country. It's like not China anymore. You're like, hey, China did a really good job. Mm -hmm. See, this is, like, this is the critical thinking piece. You're like, hey, China did a really good job of reducing their emissions. No, factories just pulled out to go to a cheaper place because it was getting too expensive in China. It's really just economics that's creating global warming mm -hmm. but like for real though, yeah, yeah yeah of course yeah right like it has nothing to do with people oh people are you know the economy sure but like biking to work is not going to solve this issue no 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 no, no. It, this is a whole big this yeah but it's, like, it's but all you, like if you want to you know look at amazon to get those things the next day it doesn't happen without more emissions. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how it yeah, works. Like, yeah, exactly, right? So so we kind of have to look at, like, climate change as the result of our comfort. Like, mm -hmm. climate change is associated with comfort. Mm -hmm. But I, I think the uh, the perspective is shifting now. So, like, before when I was working at the the old organization and they were all about like can, trying to get people to bike to work and stuff. The new paradigm that I'm seeing is climate change is here. How do we adapt our businesses to it? And I was like, yep, that, I'm down for that mm -hmm. one. Because if you're trying to tell me how to stop it, go talk to China, don't talk to me. But if you're telling me like, well, this, these are the ramifications, and like uh, how to make your business more agile. Because like, you know, in accounting, uh, they had this just-in-time model. So like, okay. so basically- I think I heard that, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like just a standard accounting procedure that we followed in order to save money. So instead of stockpiling resources, you build enough to meet just in time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so if you think of, uh, think of, this is the example of university, it's like a Coke machine. And then once it hit, they've calculated it enough that like in terms of percentages and like time probabilities, by the time it hits its fourth, coke can in the line it will signal to the vendor hey you need to bring more coke mm -hmm. so that but by the time um you sell the four cokes more cokes have already arrived right right it's about yeah like, uh, yeah not having enough not having too much waste in a way right yeah. it's, exactly that's why the just-in-time model was created whereas before it was not just in time and it would be like you'd stockpile like 20 extra cokes just in case and then every month you'd always provide even if you were already full on Cokes, it doesn't matter. We're still going to provide you 20 more. Mm -hmm. It's inefficient that way as well. So that's why they created the just-in-time. But then when COVID happened, logistics shut down. Mm -hmm. And those these just-in-time models just crumbled. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Well, we can't get it to you in time. There's like restrictions now. And then that's why you had stock, stock issues in grocery stores. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, oh, I can't find bananas now. Yeah, yeah. Right. So what i like with where we're going towards climate change now in like the professional sphere is it's not about stopping it it's like what models can work mm -hmm. because we have to deal with climate change like there might be a stoppage there might be like a reduction of growth there might be 
stuff like this, you know? Sure. And I think that's what we need to do. We need to learn how to like live with it because stopping global emissions, that's like, that's a collective problem. That's like an economics problem. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Because imagine if they brought everything in house, how expensive that would be. Like it, instead it, of building. It's, it's expensive. It's, right? it's really inefficient too, in a way, in a lot of ways. Yeah. There's a, there's a jeans company, Origin USA. And what they, I follow them because of jujitsu. And Jocko Willink, he owns that company. Mm -hmm. you know, Jocko. So they were outsourcing different countries. And then they realized, especially through COVID, just bring it in-house. So they build all their jeans and stuff in America. So they brought jobs back to America, stuff like that. But it's like, their jeans are expensive. Because you have yeah, to pay, yeah, yeah. like, labor rights, yep. protection issues. Like, you can, you can cut costs if it's elsewhere. But you can't cost, cut costs domestically. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, I know Apple was doing it in the uh, there was like a Mac Pros like you know the when they had the, the dustbin looking one do you remember that the cylinder one yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're still doing uh, the new Mac Pros if they're uh, the tower based ones I don't know if they're still doing that in America because they were uh, building the dustbin ones in uh, uh, manufacturing them in in America so that's what they were costing oh, cool. that much too right so that uh, makes sense. Um, I, I, I don't know if the new one is built in America or not. I'm not too sure about that. But. I, I see in the packaging for the phones is like designed in California, manufactured in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you're letting us know. Like, yeah, like yeah. you know, why is iPhone only $1,000? Why is that the, was it the, what kind of Mac was it? Mac Pro, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So why is that one like $5,000? Well, mm -hmm. because we built it here. Do yep. you want five thousand dollars, or do you want a <laughs> thousand? Right, but it's like you have to deal with you have to deal with climate change because of that. Yeah. But you know what's weird though? Like, I wonder if I'd be considered right wing if I told people that it's like actually it's based off of money. Biking to work won't help. They're like, oh, you're a right winger. You know what I mean? Like. If I just said <laughs> something counter to the narrative, because everyone's like, oh, I'm just biking to work. I'm like, but the, the thing is, uh, no, I get that. But then you're like pro-gay marriage. That's like, oh, wait, that's like... That's confusing. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Totally, totally, totally. It's funny because when I said... No, I no, I think, I think that's the issue. The issue is no one person is uh, like fully focused on one idea. Like, there's no, that doesn't exist. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah true. You can't fully it, because we have so many like options. Yeah, that, that's you why a majority of people possible. are really centrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, because if you ask but them you issue by issue, they're you're going to get different things. They're not going to be one. They're not going to fit yeah. under the same category. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think I think that's why you have to look at it as a total, like as holistically. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I got told this once, well, more recently, but they were like, oh, it's interesting because you, well, light is getting harsh. Um, it's interesting because you really listen to everything that everyone's saying, and then <laughs> you build your 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 uh, solution around yeah. that. I'm like, yeah, because I, I don't know if something you say might be helpful and like solve the problem for me. Cause I'm, but like everyone's looking at piecemeal. You right. know, like, okay, I'm just focusing on my one part. But I want to listen to your perspective because your perspective might domino into me. 
You know, mm -hmm. it's like a holistic way of thinking, right? Yeah. But we don't do this with a lot of issues, or else you get called freaking right wing <laughs> for being like, I, I don't think EVs or biking to work is gonna help. <laughs> but I, all right, so I said this to the the freaking climate change dude at work, uh, like before. Yeah. Not this one, but like a different one, and uh, even him, this propaganda. He's just like, no, but you just don't understand. I was like, no, but like literally 3%. I remember it was 3% before. And then I was like, but it's really nothing compared to other countries. And he was just like so hell-bent on it just being about EVs and biking. And I was like, wait, if this is what the, the top scientist at this thing is saying, how like close-minded are you into actual solutions? Yeah. And how many other people are also close-minded to other solutions? True. Because yeah. like, Scientists aren't economists. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're, they're not like, they're not looking at it as a business problem. They're looking at it as like right. a science problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. No, but I think yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's why they're not in economist positions, right? If it's an economist position, they're going to think of it, they're looking at it differently, right? Right, but, but I think that... Um, uh, so there's this like new thing, like this emerging thing called design thinking, and what you do is you you bring together people from different disciplines to solve a problem that's not actually in their discipline, because like you never know what the other person's perspective might be. So like you'll it's like climate change for example, you bring an economist in, you'll have the the scientist in there, but you'll have like an engineer there as well. Mm -hmm. So then like if they're all starting to brainstorm, like we should probably solve it this way. And the engineer is like, actually that won't work because of this. Right. It's like multi multidisciplinary. Approach, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which makes way more sense. Like, oh, of why course. Are you not solving like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Climate change is the only one that kind of worries me. Cause I'm like, I don't know, like we can't solve it. So what, what is it going to look like? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's no like, it's not like war. It's like, Hey, chill, bro. Like, let's not go to war right this is like it's like it's literally the lifeblood of what we're doing is mm -hmm. killing the planet so where do you go from here mm -hmm. uh depends i don't know i don't think it's necessarily killing the planet i think it's just if if it's as they say it's going to work out then it's more like killing us not necessarily the planet. yeah fair true true, true, true. Like, totally yeah right well i mean like we're killing other species on top of our we're we're killing sure yeah, yeah yeah of course uh, living beings uh, living things and stuff other living things yeah. that'll be affected of course yeah but we've been doing that for yeah. a long time we've extincted so many animals yeah. <laughs> but okay okay so i'm gonna bring back final fantasy 7 best video game ever played the mako it's it's literally oil and the whole message of the the entire video game is like stop killing the planet you know, because like True. you're extracting Mako, which is like to them, it's like magic material, but for us, it's literally just oil. And like people who would extract it would get sick. Like it was literally just parallels of what was going on. Mm -hmm. And um, at the end of the video game, the Earth tried to the Earth tried to call a comet to destroy it, and then Cloud and his friends, like the main characters, had to fight off the 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 comet. Right, but it's almost like that's analogous to where, what we're headed towards mm -hmm. uh, like a cataclysmic downfall because of our own gr not greed but it's like our own innovation yes right because we want things to be more comfortable and like 
or maybe it's not even innovation. Maybe it's com uh, commerce. Maybe like our biggest downfall is commerce. It has nothing to do with resources. Well, like, what do you think about that? It's literally just like more people making money than other people. And we cut corners and it's just cheaper to use oil. Why would we shift from oil right now? The Saudis got the most money and they won't give it up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I think maybe it's more about commercial interaction versus um, the actual product itself as to why we're doomed through climate change. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's the comforts that the, that this energy gives us. And the super wealthy, though, are like, like, they don't want to give it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Saudi money is plentiful. Why would they switch to, like, non-oil? We don't have any vested interest in non-oil. We'll be poor. No, it's not just them. You know, there's energy source this is the what we figured out as the cheapest right now so that's what i mean yeah exactly yeah. so it's like it's commerce cheap you said it cheap mm -hmm. it's our cheapest one right now and i'm like yeah so the whole real problem with climate change is commerce mm -hmm. like if if tomorrow an innovator is like hey this is a way better solution we the only reason why we wouldn't go with it is it's not commercially viable and you hear that all the time right it's like all right, so what they say is um, the one of the reasons why they're keeping the UAP thing secret is because it's clean energy. It wouldn't be oil. But if you, mm -hmm. because they're like flying around without any exhaust, they're like, oh, you're obviously using some. Yeah, I understand that. Right, right, right. You know I mean, so it's like, what's your alternate energy source? Mm -hmm. It's way stronger than ours because like you're able to, you know, power your vehicle for hours on end, which we can't do with combustion, right? So what they say is that if we figure out what's happening with the UAPs and we take that technology, it would disrupt our way of living because we built up our lives on oil, right? Mm -hmm. but, but who's it really disrupting? The commerce system. It would actually help all of us if we figured out an alternate fuel source. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah sure. It would, it would help out like the common people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the people who are rich are like, let's just keep poisoning the earth and the people because we're making a lot of money. Uh, uh, Which is why I'm like, it's a commerce issue. It's really just sure. rich and poor. Mm -hmm. Do you disagree? Or? It depends on... Uh it's just that's the science that we know right now right how to use as an energy source yeah, totally. yeah. yeah but, but they don't want to they don't want to even like because first thing is like admitting these things are real next thing is admitting that we have some and then if you have some scientists need to look at it because like how are they propelling this thing it's mm -hmm. obviously not combustion gas right it's definitely not that yeah, so yeah. if in reverse engineering it you find an alternate fuel source whoever gets claim on that basically wins the game of commerce. Mm -hmm. But the people in charge right now who are benefiting off of combustion won't let that go without a fight. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they're like, I'm making a lot of money out of this. Why would we switch alternate fuel sources now? It's like with um, the paper mill, right? The whole reason why weed was illegal is because 
hemp was going to take over cotton in terms of paper. And then the paper dude started printing out all this propaganda about like black people murdering white people because they were high on weed. Mm -hmm. It had nothing to do with, it had nothing to do with like the actual product. It was just like commerce. We were about yeah. to go under and yeah. we don't want to go under. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does how far fetched? Or you're like, okay, I could see the. I think it depends here. on, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, uh, how. For countries to be independent, they need to have an energy source. So if, if, yeah. if they have but their own energy things, though. But then how does that restructure things? Who's the superpower? Because if everyone's got their own energy sources, like, I don't need you anymore, bro. Yeah. But, like, we can't have a world like that. Because we need trade and, like... Yeah, no, I understand. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Society, mm -hmm. You know? And I, I think that's the catchaway, too, of, like, why they won't... Out of everything I've heard about... Or why it's, or it's just, like, we, yeah, I understand that, yeah. But we just don't know how the other energy source works. No, that's what they said, but but they won't even study it. Because if you... Well, I don't so know. I, right we right. don't know. Maybe they are studying it. We no, don't no, know that, right? No, right, no, no. Right, right, Okay, okay. All right, let's, let's, let's double back. So you're like, you're like, we don't know how it works. Okay? The first thing we need to deal with is proving to people that these are real UAPs, which we haven't done yet. Mm -hmm. And then once we figured out once we've accepted that these things are real, that we need to take the next step, which is say, hey, we actually have vehicles in our possession, mm -hmm. which we haven't done yet. So to say, like, we don't know how it works, you only have, like, secret scientists working on this. You don't have, like, Michio Kaku working on this. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't even know if they're real. He's like, I don't know if there's a... Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Sure. So before we can even get our best scientists on it, you have to admit that this is a thing that's going on, admit that we have vehicles in our possession, but which we haven't done yet. Mm -hmm. So you can't technically say, we don't know how it works. Cause like maybe, maybe somebody will figure it out, but we have to first go through the steps. Right. Does that make sense? No, I get that. Yeah. yeah. But maybe they do have the best scientists working on it. Oh, uh, maybe, but those are maybes because we don't, everything's top secret. Exactly. So it's like, right, but I'm saying if it's public, then we can actually say like, we do have the best scientists on this. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. right now it's like, they could be, but we don't know. Right. Yeah. And then it goes into the whole thing about disrupting the entire global supply. I don't know. There's like, there's just so many things entangled in this thing that are like, I don't know how you guys are going to pull this off. Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to pull off disclosure and how are you going to like switch the alternate fuel source? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you see a way forward? Do you think like a one day they're just going to bring a body out or aliens just going to come out and they're like, Hey, this is Jim. He's an alien. <laughs> and uh, he's been living with us for quite some time. I don't know. Like, how do you think it's going to play out? I don't think it'll work like that. Yeah, I, don't, I know, right? Could you imagine people freak out, bro? Yeah. You're like, this is Jim. He's, he looks just like us. Right. And we'd all be looking like, who's the goddamn alien, bro? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. 2024, I'm excited. 
Because yeah. I hear there's another hearing that's coming up that I'm paying attention. They're like, there's one more that right. we're waiting for to disclose more. Nice. But anyways, um, well, what time are we at? Hour and ten. Okay, all right. A uh, couple, mm. couple last things. Um, let, let's talk about Tokyo Vice because you were like raving about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, worth the watch? Not worth the watch? I think it's worth the watch. I, I do like it. Yeah. Why do you love it? Yeah. Uh, just. just don't know. Oh yeah. You go ahead. People don't uh, know. Just, just people who don't know. It's just about a reporter who wants to like a western reporter who wants to work in japan and then in working in these places you find out a bunch of conspiracies and like yakuza related stuff that's ingrained in um the entire media system essentially and the society that people work in is that a good summary or yeah 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 it's just uh, but again i don't know how these are just the stories right but it's like how honor and all these things come into play right uh, to not show shame they're gonna you know they can't say that they're losing to the yakuza or anything like that so they're like uh they'll uh just say like this so some let's just the one of them was like some cop was like drugged or something but they don't want to show that that he was drugged they just say okay he had a heart attack because if they show that the actual story then it's like it's shame on them in a way all right, isn't that crazy? All right, so like you just hit the nail on the head. It's just like the UAP thing. It's like we can't, we can't give you the real information, guys. Just like the, like would you say that's propaganda too? Then, like yeah. the, uh, propaganda, um, it's or like it's just it's thing. it's just their culture, or it could be the culture thing. Yeah. True. Yeah, because you want to save face. Mm-hmm. But so is it better to have the real information or like doctor? Yeah, I think uh, real inf- real information then or else corruption can happen. Yeah. And yet even in Tokyo Vice, they're showing you that they they manicure information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, I, I thought that show was going to be more about like I don't know, action and like martial arts and stuff, but it turned out to be more of like a drama. You're saying, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, I don't know if you're into that. Like, I think it's, uh, I think it's like the nine. Is it the nineties in in the time that they're in? I don't remember. But yeah, something like that. <laughs> which is, which is funny because <laughs> like it's way easier to like manage information back in the nineties, <laughs> whereas now it's like camera phones and like tweeting it. Right, yeah. right, right. This was actually the yakuza, not really yeah. a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, although, like, you know what's interesting, though, about that? It's like you're kind of forced to go along with truth because of the backlash of smartphones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, more. Or internet, more too. Internet, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you gotta, it's kind of, you gotta remember who gave us the internet, right? Who gave us the freedom of information? Military. The United States military, military. yeah. So what you're saying is they're lying about the APs because they have a benevolent interest in mind for mm-hmm. the people. Actually, you know what? That's a good question for you because you love America. How do you feel now? How do you feel now? You still love them? Love America? Yeah. Oh, the institutions yeah, yeah. of America, yeah. 
Yeah. You're not like even been jaded at all based off of like everything we're talking about. Not what do you mean by jaded? I mean, there's well, going to be like, uh, bad oh, leaders. Propaganda. Of course, there's bad leaders and stuff. Yeah, but uh, I think I like think uh, I think. Sorry. You love the ideology of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like freedom and all that. Mm-hmm. As long as people are doing the right thing. I don't know if if I was like American right now, I'd be like. There's some weird stuff going on. Sure, but I, I think I think we yeah. The thing is, I think we forget how different countries run how easy is it for people to you know get things done on a normal basis it's yeah no it's 100 yeah yeah for sure i agree i agree i agree there's always but as uh but again yeah america is the leader of the world so they are the police nation yeah but with great power comes great responsibility and absolute power corrupts absolutely Mm mm-hmm too important uh too important quotes okay uh question for you about food okay this is uh okay because this came i I was very curious about this this is the last one so yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah you had to head over to think yeah no i just want to make sure we wrap up within like by 10 30 so that's all oh damn you should tell me bro (laughs) Uh, all right actually i have to i have to go to you i got a party as well (laughs) okay um Okay. The, In a few minutes, it's not. It's fine. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Um, food. What is a foodie? Would you consider yourself a foodie? Uh, I think I said it would be subjective, but yes, sure. Okay. So you. Okay. This is interesting. All right. So you'd say you're a foodie. Uh, maybe there's like levels to it. I'd say. <laughs> okay. So what would you constitute as a foodie? I I have a very strong point about this one, and I'm just like, that's why you said that because everyone I know is like, I'm a foodie, I'm a foodie, I'm a foodie, and I'm like, no, you're just picky. So it's like, so like people who have said this, I won't name names, but they're like, oh, I'm a foodie, and I'm like, oh, want to try this? They're like, no, I, I only like good food. And they're like, oh, because you're picky, you just want good food, or you want a specific type of food, mm-hmm. right? So for me, I think a foodie is just like, what does it taste like? And I'm open to trying different things because that's more of like, and you're looking at the nuances in the food. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think if you have a restriction, like there's certain things I would need. Like I couldn't eat the freaking arachna, uh, arachna, uh, the spider. I just, it was gross. Right, like, right, the, right. the scorpion couldn't do it. But like I've eaten so many different types of like animals, like frog, guinea pig, pigeon, snake. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. that's, like, I'm thinking, oh, that's more of a foodie. And, like, even if it's, like, a bad oh. experience, it's like, well, I got to try the food. I'm like, what are you making? What are these things, right? Mm-hmm. You're, like, experientially experientially going through it. But I think when people say they're foodies, I think it's really just, like, you're just super picky. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Or they're just, like... I'll give you an example. Just general, just example. they're just, like, eating? Or... <laughs> No, no, you're you're picky about the things that touch your palate. Okay, I got but you. I think a foodie is not, but I think a foodie is not picky. Okay, They're just like what is this? Right. So like, I think uh, uh, people that describe themselves as foodie is like, I want this, whereas a real foodie is, what is this? Mm-hmm. That's, I mean? like, yeah, that's what I was saying. There's there should be levels to it, I guess. 
but I tears. Call it a foodie though. But but I I just say picky. It's like it's like yeah. Again, that's what I'm saying. It's definition, right? So that's why I want to ask you because yeah. like everyone's like, oh, I'm a foodie. I'm like, I don't know. Well, what do you people, mean by foodie? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what is what is that? Like, so so for example, so like uh, we I won't outright name this, but like we were like eating this really good. How do I say it without giving it away? We were eating this really good type of meat. Okay. <laughs> right, it's, it's like it's like very good, and um, they're like. Oh, I was expecting this kind of flavor. And I was like, oh, just go. But then, like, then why are we here? So that <laughs> right. But, right. But that's, that's not a foodie then. That's just you're picky about your food. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm I eating see. this, but I wanted it to taste like this. Right. So you're not really trying the food. You're thinking about what you really wanted, mm-hmm. which seems more picky to me. Right. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Do you agree with my definition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or it's, uh, it's like people are like, I'm a foodie, I love donuts. And you're like, no, you just like donuts, bro. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, I know. But it's, that's like, what I'm it's a subjective like, nature. We, like, I don't think we've got a universal standard of what foodie means. We have a subjective standard oh, of what foodie oh, means. Okay. Uh, okay. Then I would say I like trying food versus I like food. That's yeah, the difference. That's, that's difference, yeah. Yeah. That, see, trying food, yeah. I don't think most people would fit in that category. That's what I mean. And it's like, but yeah. you don't really like food. Right. You don't really like food. You just like your foods. Sure. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's now understanding what the definition of that means. That's It's more like defining it. Oh, totally, totally. I, I just <laughs> thought it was interesting. It came up and I was like, I call him a foodie. I'm like, technically not. Like, um, <laughs> what's that guy? Who's the guy who traveled around the world? He, died died uh-huh. uh he's like so famous traveled around the world he's a chef oh anthony bourdain thank you foodie just go like when i watch this show like parts unknown you're trying anything yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a real foodie right but right like, right right yeah yeah i've seen that too or like some people are like i would never do that which is like street food or indian street food i'm not gonna do that oh i i would i would do that if it was clean <laughs> no, no, I know, yeah, but I'm saying that like, it doesn't matter. No, but still, I wouldn't trust anything of it, right? <laughs> no facts. Yeah, I totally. It's, uh, it's just like, but there are people that do it. I was like, okay, you're crazy. Wait, sometimes I, I last thing, and then we'll wrap up because um, I am cognizant of time. Uh, but I think it's also because I was like, I wouldn't eat any street food. Okay, so we we are on this trip in Egypt. And then we were talking to our, uh, she was like our personal guide. Mm. Like we hired her for the day. She drove us around and, uh, she's like talking to us about like this type of drink that's very famous there. And I'm like, oh, I've never tried it. And she's like, oh really? So she told the driver to park the car. She hopped out, came back with two drinks. And I was like, damn, <laughs> I gotta eat this because I'm going to be a dick if I don't eat yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got a parasite. And I was like, mm. Well, but it, it's like it's like when you're like, oh, I would never eat it. It's like sometimes you have to eat it though. Like I could not be like, no, no, I, I, I. Not, but you, but you were put in like, there. No. Like she like, 
got with her old money and she came back she's so excited like try this try this so good i was like okay no i think i would always i think my things always generally like is it safe or like somehow i was like i'm gonna get hepatitis all right this is how i get hepatitis here we go <laughs> no i was thinking the same thing as you but it's like i feel like sometimes you just can't say no mm-hmm. no i understand that yeah, yeah, yeah of course but it depends on how said, no, it depends on it though. depends on how jerky you want to be, but yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't want to get yeah. sick. There's there's Joey L, the photographer, who like I always think about when uh, I travel and stuff, and like that exactly happened to him. He was like taking photos of this um like a Baba, like a spiritual homeless person, and the person invited him back to his his thing, like oh like I would love to cook you food because you took my photo right and then all the people that were with him were like oh i'm not eating this and then joey was like i don't want to be rude yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're like bro he washed his hand in the same water that you're eating right now <laughs> they're just like no like that he reminds me of yeah, yeah, yeah that reminds me of itchy boots too right because there was one of yes. her one of her stops where she's like like it's getting too dark i have to stay at this village but they had to like ask the village elder and then they offered her their delicacies and that's like caterpillars. I was like, like, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that was built from travel though. Like, but yeah, I wouldn't be I, in that situation in that sense. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And I'm like the way I travel is more like rougher. I'm not, it's definitely not itchy boot style, but like, sure. Sure. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's more, uh, trying to ingrain in the culture that's mm-hmm. why i eat i ate the pigeon I'm like you guys are serving pigeon in egypt let's do it mm-hmm. disgusting though <laughs> pigeon and uh so bad <laughs> probably the worst thing i've ever eaten was guinea pig because the flesh always tastes like what it eats and they were just feeding this guinea pig right garbage, right bro. right you know i was like this is so gross right and it was just like oily and just tastes like trash but that's a foodie that's what i'm saying it's like Mm. Could be open. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Have you done the uh, yeah, escargot? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But that was like a delicacy. People were like loving that back in the day, like uh, the French delicacy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you ate that. No, I didn't have that. Oh, you didn't eat that? I never. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna eat that. But I had a stingray though. That was weird. Philippines? No. In in oh, okay, in Paris. Oh, okay. Because my cousin made stingray. They caught it on the beach, and he's like, "You want to try it?" I was like, "Sure." I thought it was the same. Right? Time no, 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 no. This one I had in, oh. in 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 Paris. Oh, so it must have been like legit. It was like cooked to legit. Yeah. Because yeah. when my cousin did it, he like he was literally just like frying it. I was like, <laughs> okay. But like you had like an actual stingray meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, it was, was weird. Like, I didn't like it. Honestly, most of the time I don't like any of the food I try either. <laughs> I'm just like, I was like, it's there. Let's try it. This is disgusting. Like that's always my experience mm. after. And they're like, it's a delicacy. And you're like, no, it's just what you have around. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. All right. So last thing, what's the weirdest thing you've eaten? Weirdest thing? Yeah, it would be the stingray. Stingray. All right. Would you ever try dog? Uh, would I? Nah. I would. I would. I'm not a foodie in that sense. In your <laughs> subjective sense. Yeah. Or just, in your I'm definition. Like, why are you eating? 
<laughs> so why are you eating it, bro? Like, is it good? That just reminded not me, too. Good. It was funny. I think in Korea, they were trying to ban dog meat. And all these dog oh, really? farmers came out to protest it because they sell dog meat. Dog what? Dog meat. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. Wow. But I think you can get really sick through certain foods. Like, I've heard of, like, trichinosis. So that's the only bad part about trying a bunch of different foods. Like, there's, like, parasites that can stay in the meat even if it's cooked and then we eat it. It just goes in you. A little freaky. I think there's something with... What Dogs I don't know what like oh yeah uh maybe yeah it depends on how they're I guess but uh, I think maybe that's why there's only general foods that are like the yeah, standard like right? yeah, 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 exactly, yeah chicken right those are the ones that are these are the most general meat that everybody eats or you, you, that doesn't you know, have funny, I guess like, <laughs> but you, it, it's funny because it's like maybe I'm the only idiot because the commerce has already told you what the tastiest meats are which are <laughs> like you know what I mean? it's like yeah. pig meat or uh goat lamb meat. and stuff yeah chicken like we know these are good stop trying these weird ones bro <laughs> there's a reason why they're not everywhere like true why true, is true. pig taken off you know yeah, yeah, yeah i'm just the idiot that's like oh that's, that's interesting uh, all right anyways uh i know you gotta go i gotta go too um till next week daisy fish Peace. Any last things? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. I'll try more VR games. I gotta figure out one that I want to buy. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm excited <laughs> for you to be like, I'm in this world, I'm tripping out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Grand right. Turismo is still the best, though. <laughs> that one looks super intense. When you show me clips, I was like, that's pretty cool. Because yeah, you're yeah. like in the car, look around. Yeah. All right, anyways, until uh, next week, TD's Vish. Peace. All right, hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things, and check out our sponsors Zenro Clothing Co., Portion Bakery, and Podbean. Take it easy, fish. Peace.